I held on to my masculinity for a good six months. <laughs> then I was like, why am I pretending? I wasn't that masculine to begin with. <laughs> this is for? Who, who am I kidding? Every once in a while, I got to say shit to her, though. Like, my line to her when she's, like, really coming at me, I just look at her, I get real quiet, and I just go, you're doing a lot. <laughs> and that's, she just, she's like, what the fuck does that mean? Just because she wants to pretend, but she knows. Yeah. She'll back off pretty quickly after you doing a lot. That's the line. That's that the down. line. You That's doing a lot right now. I just look at her. I need you to go look in your no, Not mirror. even. Oh, just do it. You doing a lot? You doing away. a lot. Are you walking away? You can not nah, stare at her. Mm. You doing a lot. Yo, what's good, everybody? And this week's episode is brought to you guys by Skillshare. Guys, you know that Skillshare are our amazing partners. They are a one-of-a-kind online learning community where you can learn all types of amazing creative entrepreneurial and design skills. If you have not and got on Skillshare, go ahead and sign up for Skillshare immediately, guys. They have so many amazing courses like the Finding Your Purpose course. And as always, if you want to build up more skills, I highly advise you guys hop on the video editing. I don't know how many times I need to say it. Go to Skillshare.com slash some roommates and get yourself Skillshare for free. Yes, guys, I've said it so many times. It is free. You do not have to pay any money. There's no excuse to not level up financially, not level up creatively. So go to Skillshare.com slash some roommates. Thank us later, and let's get to this week's episode. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's Hafiz. Chris, the star of the show, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Guys, we are back in Hollywood. Not just yes, Hollywood, yes, yes. California, but Hollywood, Florida. Man, you already know this is our favorite spot to be at. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Why are great, you lying? <laughs> we had great and lasting memories here. Great yes, we did. and lasting memories Yes, here. we did. And we had to come all the way to Hollywood, Florida for a very... Special guest. Yes, Lord. Chris, know what's going to happen? What's going to happen, brother? By the end of this episode, I'm going to tell you three stories about this special oh, guest. Oh, my Lord. That's three different doing. occasions <laughs> and three different stories. I'm, I'm excited, too. Without further ado, guys, please welcome back to the podcast the one and only Akashi. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Chris. You weren't here last time. I wasn't. No. Unfortunately. You want to talk about stories? <laughs> the last time I met this guy, he was so fucking done with this podcast. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what is going on right now? I mean, you, you didn't say it, but I could, you said little things where you, you, I could tell the whole vibe was, I mean, this shit just not fun anymore. <laughs> I want to do a fun podcast. And it just got real serious along the way because I'd been there with another podcast, not my current one, but with the one before that, yeah. where I want to be ignorant and have fun. And all of a sudden, we're talking about mental health. <laughs> and, you know, there's a place for that, but it's a place. It's not a, the whole place. It's not the neighborhood. It's a place. And I could tell I knew that energy because I'd had that energy where you were just like, I just can't, I can't keep giving a fuck about these things that we're supposed to give a fuck about. All I, the time. I just wanted to have fun with my roommates. That's how much you want to talk. It's called the roommates. I just want to talk. It's not neighborhood watch. It's roommates. Why you got to learn every single week? You got to learn from me and my actions and my responsibility. I got to teach you these things. Sometimes I just want to act a fool, Francis. I tell you. And then I would see these clips with just Hafiz on IG, and I'd be like, I guess Chris left. Unbelievable. Because something, I'm like, man, this is too much. He moved out. I'm like, he just moved out. 
<laughs> oh my god! Oh gosh! Man. Oh, that's hilarious! I get man. you moved out. It's really good. He worked on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Now it's, it's interesting because um, that Akash made that point because even like to do this episode, it was originally going to be you and me, yeah. and then Akash and Andrew, yeah. right? But then I I totally forgot something, man. Mm. I forgot that Andrew was a very successful kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, you know, and you know how I you know how I knew Andrew was a successful comedian? Mm. Because the way he used black media when he was down and when he made it he just threw it <laughs> off to the side. He threw it to the side. You know, there, there was a there was a time I would text Andrew. Yeah. He would respond, he would be responsive, then all of a sudden he started turning that phone sideways yeah. and then all of a sudden they'll text Now messages. he turns sideways. <laughs> yeah, turns they start sideways. talking sideways. <laughs> I know. That's how they do. (laughs) Yeah, I felt like every black woman, the moment their man becomes successful, I was with you from the beginning. (laughs) They were, though. That's the fucking problem is they were. Oh, man. I hate that my girl was with me when I was poor. Because she'd be using it and she's right. You know what I mean? It's like, God damn it, bitch. Yeah, you were. If she got with me when I was rich, I could hold that over her head yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah. You don't you. even know. You don't know the struggle. No, she struggled with me. <laughs> Fucking loyal ass bitch. I hate it, dude. I, I hate know, it. Oh, man. Now she's here for stuck. We're in every fight with that same goddamn <laughs> I'm just kidding, Andrew. You know we love you, man. We know we love you. Andrew Andrew promised. He said he wouldn't be able to make it this time. Yeah. But the moment we get to a million subscribers, we'll come back <laughs> to the show. So, Andrew, <laughs> At least he's being honest. <laughs> You're not time. far off though. You're not yeah, far you're off. Not far and off. I see you guys glowed up, right? Yeah. You got yeah. one producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, Black. Yeah. And then the second you hit 300 k yeah, yeah, things yeah. got a little lighter. Yeah. Talk about you, what happened to Black Media, hey, Hafiz. Hey, what you talking about? What happened to Black Media? There's this guy a blueprint is Guatemalan. Follow as well. <laughs> <laughs> we all have to follow the blueprint. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm oh, trying to be successful. Lord. Everybody calm down. All Black team means quick. Roll to failure. Oh my God. I can, <laughs> stop. Stop. Oh, stop. Somebody took that Candace Owens episode yeah, a little too I'm seriously. Saying. I don't know who he is. <laughs> what is going on right now? Each subscriber uh, level fees. He just, oh Lord. Something his brother got to save for Patreon. Save for Patreon. Yeah, you're oh, right. Man. That's a good point. That's Patreon material. You let them in on the secrets. Oh, man. So, man. Let's start off this episode with the first story about Akash. Yeah. It was April of 2017. Good for you for knowing the date, buddy. That's a good guy. <laughs> and I was driving to Dallas yep. because Akash and Andrew were doing the show. Yes. And I told myself, I said, man, I really got to meet these guys because I want to get them on the podcast. Yeah. So I go to Dallas, go to the show. I'm sitting in the front row. Yep. I'm not going to lie to you. After the show, my lips were brown. Cause I was kissing so much ass during the show. <laughs> I was laughing at every joke. I was smiling 24-7. I was the happiest person at the show. That's so funny. Okay. <laughs> at the very end, they had a meet and greet back before, you know, the pre-COVID days. And I went to the meet and greet and I walked up to Andrew. Akash was at the quarter, not really being, you know, receptive to human beings. But nah, it is what nah, it was. Nah. <laughs> I'm not normally. So I walked up to Andrew and I was like, hey man. I love you. I love what you guys do, man. I would love to get you on the podcast. I love you. Know, da, 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 da. Andrew's like, yeah, of course. Let's make it happen. Let me get your phone number. Mm-hmm. Akash then pulled up to the conversation. He looked at Andrew. He looked at me. And know what he said? What did he say? 
Why are you giving him your phone number, man? Why, why would you crazy. give this guy your that's number? Crazy. That's crazy. That's what are you crazy. doing that's right now? Crazy? <laughs> what are you doing right now? Why would you give this guy your number? My phone, <laughs> take my my social handle. DM me. Do give him an email or something. Don't give him your phone Fucking number. Phone number. Even listening to that again, I forgot that. I forgot that whole thing. But as you said, I was like, I can't believe this guy giving out his phone number. Yeah, yeah. Now, normally I'm not good at talking to people after shows. I get like self-conscious. But also if Andrew's headlining, which he was, he's obviously huge. I'm like, I don't want to seem thirsty or like I'm trying to siphon off Andrew's things and get my own. So like I chill in the corner if he's headlining. And if you're going to talk to me, great. I will be very personable in that moment. Mm -hmm. But normally I feel like I want to give a lot when I talk to people who are like Mm -hmm. fans. And that like the thought of that gets exhausting. Mm -hmm. Like you're doing that like. Especially now, God, thank God, things are like, we're selling out some shows. It's great, but like you meet everybody or you, you do the show at like 7, you're off at like 8.15, and then you have normally 45 minutes of rest. But if you're meeting everybody after the show, taking pictures, having real conversations, you're more tired. You already mm. did 45 minutes, of sh- uh, then you're more tired. Then you got about 10 minutes of rest before the show. Mm. Then you got to do the whole thing again. And then mm. when you're really successful, there's a third show. Mm. Yeah. Which I got three in Portland. Now they're reducing numbers for COVID. So he's kind of so really successful, guys. <laughs> they're reducing numbers for COVID. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's still going to be the same. And our material is tiring. And then a meet and greet where you're, I really want to like be nice to people and give to people and not be like, hey, what's up? Let's get a picture and leave. And then that gets more tiring because you feel like you're giving a little bit. And then again and again, it gets to be like a thing. So I was probably in the corner. <laughs> Actually, with Andrew, just because I was like, I don't want to feel like yeah. you know, like I'm a hanger on or whatever. Yeah. But the, giving the numbers, wild. Like, yeah. Why would he do that? <laughs> are you giving people your numbers that are fans? You got fans now. Yeah, you're giving phone numbers. Yeah, it depends on how. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the vibe. If I like your energy, hey man, we, we are yeah, here. I'm, I'm telling not you, everybody. You want to do a fun podcast? You don't want to give out your yeah. phone number. These are things I agree with. <laughs> You want to do a motherfucker? <laughs> nah, so, so in that moment, I was like, Akash is mean. <laughs> but I have, I have to honestly say, out of all the people that I've met, Akash is one of the realest human Thank beings you, on the planet. And Akash was somebody who, when we were at the very bottom, yeah. People don't know this. Akash yeah. was one of the first guests, earliest guests on The Roommates yeah. in the very first seasons. And so this man is a real one, and I freaking love you, Akash. Thank you, man. man. I love you, it, too. Man. Yeah. Love you, too. And that is part of why I'm like, man, I don't want to get my phone number. Because you like you invest in it. Like, I invest yeah. in any, yeah. not a ton. I'm not acting like I'm living and dying off what everybody's doing, but I try to not be like some phony, like, yeah, let's link, and then never holler yeah. at you. I yeah. try not to do that, yeah. especially if I like you, and you're clearly a good dude, Thank a you. good God-centered dude that's like somebody I don't want to blow off. I don't want... So that is where I'm like, man, oh. I'm gonna give him my number out like that. That's so much of <laughs> a good guy centered dude that I wouldn't want to blow off. Uh-oh. Sounds like you're a really considerate person, Akash. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that means. You know what I mean? That was, I don't know where going. <laughs> not like anybody else, you know, blew oh. me off recently. <laughs> 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 who knew I was a good guy centered dude? Who promised me in Atlanta Listen, when brother. I went to his show that he'd do. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Akash. What were you saying again? No, yeah, but yeah. that's that's the thing is like it's. It's hard, man. You're like, especially when you got real fans, I, I'm so appreciative and honor that, but I also don't want, I have to be conscious of like, I'm going to give myself to this person in some way, like yeah. a lot of my energy at least. Mm-hmm. I'm not 
again, I'm not acting like I'm the fucking nicest guy in the world, but I want to take that seriously, and that's like a thing. So that's where I'm like, yo, I'm not giving my number out to just anybody. <laughs> like, we'll get there. Yeah. But yeah. off rip, no. And that's it where I was like, hard. Andrew. Like, and I know I'm Andrew to be that kind of guy, too. Yeah, yeah. I've seen his meet and greets. His lines are way longer than mine, and he'll talk to people. Yeah, he's a good And guy. then he'll go up and do the show, and he, like, honors that, too. So I was like, why are you giving numbers out? <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, giving out numbers is next level. Even when... Like people ask us to come on their podcast, they're expecting a certain level of Chris or a certain level of yeah. podcast. Yeah, it's a performance. You have to perform, yeah. even when you don't feel like it, especially when people just walk up on you on the street. Yeah. I'm not saying I had that happen. <laughs> <laughs> but they like, man, you, like, like they want you to be there all the time. Real quick, has it happened in front of your girl? Yes, that's the best. Yeah, I mean, especially when it's other women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I ain't not. You know you do. They don't come to start a show for no reason. <laughs> you feel me? Come on now, hey. This is what you signed up for. Don't get worse from here. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No, but then as you love her more, you're gonna let her get away with more, and that's where it just. <laughs> Who the fuck is that bitch? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Her. I don't know. What do you her. want from me? Why she just walked up on you like she just knows you? Wait, wait. Yo, you just gotta buy them something. That's you just rent their silence with gifts. That's what you do. Okay. So that's what was the last? What was the last shut up gift you bought her? I just got her one yesterday. <laughs> it's a Gucci purse. Okay. Because I know I'm going to be traveling a lot, and she has to hold down everything when I'm gone. Yeah. So this is like um like a deposit. Like a, <laughs> I put this purse in escrow for you to shut the fuck up when I'm gone. You know what I mean? Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Look at your purse. Don't talk to me. Look at the purse. You know, sometimes I be wanting to do that. You can't score keep, but I be keeping. I know the score. Dollars-wise, it's a lot to a little. <laughs> a lot to a little. <laughs> this shit is a mercy rule, damn it. <laughs> oh, man. Mercy <laughs> so, like I said, man, I've oh, known geez. you for a while, man. Appreciate all the ups and downs. And I think a lot of people don't really know your entire story. Like I said, you've told a little bit on it. The first episode of the podcast, obviously, you know, it's been a minute since that happened. But I don't want to get into the whole story. But when I met you, it was a really interesting point of your life. Yeah. Where, man, you were at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. I was at the bottom. I was at the bottom of the bottom. You know he was I mean? at the bottom texting yeah. me shit. Like, <laughs> I'm praying for you. This guy <laughs> was jobless, didn't have a place to live, praying for me. That's yeah, yeah. Bottom, That's the bottom. That's the bottom. That's the bottom. Yeah, I think we were staying together at that time. Yeah, it was, yeah, that was bottom. It was bottom. So he's praying for me? Yeah. Think about the bottom. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. So, and then to where you're at now. So, briefly, as however you want to tell the story, what was it like that time in 2018? You know, the the acting gigs weren't coming in. You know, the, the things were being a little bit challenging. What was that like to where you are today? Yeah, it all dried up. Like MTV never paid great, yeah. but they always gave me work. And then all of a sudden, one year, I think it was on like seven or eight TV shows the year before, which sounds like you're making a lot. You're making decent money, nothing yeah. crazy at all. Yeah. But I still had roommates. Yeah. But. <laughs> Uh, I was doing fine, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to be okay as I find the next thing. All of a sudden, the shows just ended. Like, all of the shows went away in one year, one by one. This is getting canceled. This is getting canceled. This is getting canceled. This one got picked up. You're not asked back for it, though. This is getting canceled. And so I went from Sounds making, like Bill Cosby's catalog, man. Bruh, bruh, I got Cosby without the fun. Yeah, without, so, the fun. So, without the fun is crazy. <laughs> My bad, Patreon, my bad. Patreon! My bad, my bad, my bad. My bad. That was a wild one. 
<laughs> no, I just mean the fun of like having yeah, your own TV yeah, show, yeah, yeah, like yeah, you. Jello yeah, advertisements. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah, the fun. Yeah. But one by one, all of a sudden, it's going away. And I had just started Flagrant at the end of the good year in 2017, mm-hmm. and I knew Andrew and I have been friends for like 14 years, however long I've been in New York. That was like my first friend in New York, wow. and we just clicked and vibed. And as we started hanging out more, I knew there was a chemistry there. And I, that's one thing. Will Smith, I think, said, said it on these like Fresh Prince. Is like he said he only has his one ability. He has thousands. <laughs> I have, I think, one ability, which is I know good chemistry when I see it. Mm. When, I, and when I'm in good chemistry, I know it. And I knew Andrew and I had chemistry. So I always wanted to do something like a podcast with him. Mm-hmm. Then he started doing Brilliant Idiots. Yeah. And I was like, man, I can't fuck that up. Like, that's going to be gold. I know that's going to be gold. Yeah. But part of me was like, man, I want us to do something. <clears throat> so when he finally came around looking for his own thing and he talked to me and Flagrant came up, it just, I knew this is something. Kaz was a great third person at the time. was just like, this is a good thing. I know it's a good thing. But then all of a sudden, all these other acting gigs are dying off. So in, initially it was, hey, while this takes off, I still got these MTV gigs coming in. Yeah. I had an ABC holding deal. I was like, oh, I'm sure they'll fit me into something there. They like me, whatever. Just all of a sudden it just didn't. It just dried up one year. I'm begging people for money, basically. Mm. And I'm also like... I haven't been in this position. I didn't save well enough, which is why one of my big things now that I want to pass forward is like, yo, comics, entertainers in general, we don't think about this, but there is no 401k for us. Mm -hmm. There is no retirement pension, none of that shit. It is whatever money you make has to stretch for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. And you think it's going to keep coming, but all of a sudden, one year it could... I didn't get ugly in a year. I didn't gain 100 pounds. I didn't say anything cancelable that people knew about. So (laughs) it's just all of a sudden MTV was like, eh, we're done. One network, eh, we're done. One show, we're gone. It's canceled, whatever. So that was where I like I hadn't planned well enough. So I'm I legit in 2017 made probably four or five thousand dollars for the entire year Mm. and i just had to stretch and i had a little bit of money saved where i was like oh i could stretch this for like five months if i needed to i had to stretch it like 11 Mm. and as it was happening i still knew the podcast was something special and as my girl who's also very like in a way that's good for me she really values financial security which is good for me because i i'm a cowboy i don't give a fuck i'll (laughs) risk everything i don't care but that was a big tension between us and she's like yo what is going on and I kept trying to tell her, just wait. I know something's coming, this podcast thing. I know it's special. Just keep holding off. Little things would just get batted down as I'm trying to do this network game. And as I was losing more money, I started looking at uh, the Patreon option within podcasts. And I knew our fan base was really loyal. It wasn't super big. It was decent. But I knew it was also really loyal. And we were doing something that just felt like our fans fuck with us. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I would try to tell Andrew, like, yo, man, this Patreon thing could be a, could be a good move, could be a good move. He was so busy at the time. He's like, look, I don't, I can't, I don't have time. I legit got so broke at one point. He was, I said to him, the, my exact words were, I'm pleading with you at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and he saw it and he was, I mean, again, to his credit, he was, he was willing to just give me money. But like, I was like, I don't, I'm going to be okay. My dad luckily got me a tax return. That was great. So I'm like, I'm good for a couple more months now. As I was like on my last, my last week's money, basically. Mm. My dad got me a tax return that came in. I was like, I'm good on the money. I do appreciate it, but let's do this Patreon. So he was like, fine, start it up. And then we, he helped market the community aspect of it really brilliantly, which is something I know you guys are doing. And then like our fans just fucked with it from there. And then it just built. <clears throat> and then it was where it's like, okay, these are subscribed fans. So I'm making decent money now. Don't have to worry about it. Uh, and then when Corona came, 
things hit another level. And I remember Andrew and I called each other, and he was really taking it very seriously. Now he's not at all. But at the beginning, <laughs> he was taking it very seriously. And I remember that weekend when everything was shutting down, <clears throat> we called each other, and I was in Montreal doing shows. I think he was in the city that weekend. And we both decided, like, hey, we could not. We could do Zoom shows or whatever, but if we take a little risk and lean and like lean into us coming into studio and we basically if we're willing to risk that mm -hmm. if you get it i get it if i get it you get it we can really do something here like mm. there's not everybody else is gonna be doing zoom there's an opportunity here if we want to be daring which is something i very again very high on is like when you see an opportunity if it's risk involved especially if you've calculated for it now be a little safe with like on the back end but take the fucking risk mm. So we did that, and during Corona, our numbers had already started to climb because Andrew invested a ton in a beautiful studio and all that. But during Corona, our numbers our numbers like tripled, mm. and the Patreon numbers I think went up two and a half x or something like yeah. that. We were looking, and I was I remember talking to you guys in a similar moment that I was in at that coffee shop where I was. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm cracking jokes, but I I identified with that moment. I've yeah. been there, so I was trying to help you how I could, and. To see what you guys have done has been so fucking dope. Like, I, it just came out of nowhere for y'all, it seems like, also. Mm -hmm. Where Hafiz just hit me up out of nowhere, and I was like, yo, man, how's everything? He's like, dude, I'm blessed. And then he sent me a screenshot of the subscriber count on YouTube, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. But same thing, you guys, there was a, a need for content. Everybody's yeah. at home all day. You leaned in, you took the risk, and then it paid off. And I think that's what I've been fortunate enough to do is have a couple of risks pay off. And now I'm like, okay, well, let me just plan while the things are good. So we're good forever, ideally. But yeah. that's kind of how I went from 2017, legit on my last like thousand dollars or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a week, but it was like a week. Like rent is coming. I don't know what the fuck is gonna happen. Mm. And then here, where I'm in a position where like, okay, I'm not set for life. But like, if I need to go a year with no money, no problem, done. Mm. And I'm trying to invest. And like, we got the crypto guys on. I'm putting a little money in Bitcoin every week. Whatever I can do. Now it's like, okay, let's plan for the next 10, 20, 30, 50 years, ideally. Nah, that's awesome, man. <laughs> that last dollar. That last dollar. I remember we was, uh, <sighs> Fuck, dude. I had drove from Indianapolis to Atlanta to record an episode yeah. with Fees. I don't know what, what it was. It's just a, a normal episode. On my way back, I try to get gas, put my card in, Dog. decline. Dog. <laughs> I'm in Louisville. Yeah. Trying to get back to Indianapolis. Fuck. It's six in the morning. Yeah, man. And I'm just oh. in the car, just yeah, like yeah. defeated. <laughs> yeah. I can't even get home right now. I'm just in the car. I'm like, man, I, I'm embarrassed. I don't want to call yes, nobody. Of course. Like it's just like, man, I had to eventually have to had to call Big Sis. And I was yeah. like, I need. I need money to get home. <laughs> yeah, Can you oh. please give me home? How'd she take it? Was she like... She was cool with it, you know. But there is a thing, and I don't... This isn't like a bad thing, but I think women are... They, again, they value safety typically. Mm -hmm. So I could definitely see big sis being like, yeah, man, what what are you, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> you were a smart kid. Get a job. Was yeah. there any of that? Oh, man. It was it was plenty of that. Yeah. You know, they didn't And see, I think your dad owns his own business, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm I was sure it's like... Okay, okay, yeah, okay. So, it was a lot of Dad don't pay you enough for gas? Listen, man. Listen, come on. <laughs> listen, this listen. whole conversation just changed actually. Now I think listen, about listen, it. Listen, listen. If we don't give you the full story, I can do this. I had to rent the car. This is out of my money. So I had to rent the car. Yeah, clearly it's out of your money. You're working uh, I, for I, him. Okay, I see, okay, I see what's going on. He had to rent the car, and this is like every weekend. So You I, don't see what's going on. Your pop I'm just paid saying. you like an illegal immigrant, and you just let that live. <laughs> Damn, dog, come on. 
cash payments under the table. <laughs> I was basically making a rent payment and three car notes payment a month because traveling back and forth. To oh, okay. The show. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just like my budget like was going down. I was yeah. making money. But I had a, a savings account that was just spending yes. so much you just had to record. To. Yeah. What was your what helped what like kept you going? What was your like what are you clinging to at that point? You just Man, know it this just is the it? vision. It yeah. was a vision. You yeah. know, and it, it's something that we've been working hard for and we understood the process. You know, and yeah. we put a lot of time and effort and money involved into it. And just the the stuff I'm learning from fees and stuff I'm learning from my guests, it's just it's priceless. Yeah. It makes sense for me to spend that money. Yeah. It might be frustrating, it might be a headache. But all those things is, is worth it at the end because I know whenever we decide to sit down and write the book, yeah. the story will be absolutely insane. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. <laughs> nah, good for you. And you know, Hafiz has this, I mean this is a compliment, it's not like a joke or whatever. You have an amazing ability to ask for things without being annoying. Mm. Yeah. Like, again, I'm I like, especially after shows and especially I'm not even like headlining. So I'm like, yeah, I'm just, I just, I'm ready to go home. Andrew wants to hang out. And then he just hangs out with fans. Mm -hmm. Or me, I'm like, yo, no, I want to, the, the thing is like, I don't have to be this nice again. I just want to be <laughs> alone. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> the show's over. And then the Hafiz is, is eating with us. And I'm like, this is a sweet kid though. Yeah. And then he like offered to drive us to Houston. And I was like, yeah. dude, what a sweet fucking kid. <laughs> so you're there. You're, you're saying like it was brown nosy, whatever, but didn't come across, especially like the I'll drive you, didn't come across like, yeah, I'll just kiss your ass, whatever. You have a, a gift, which is I'm going to ask for what I want, but you're not going to be feel imposed upon. You're yeah, not going to feel like I'm an asshole. You're not going to feel like yeah. I'm some phony who just wants to use you. Yeah. I don't, the way you do that, I legit... Like when I think about this podcast, I think and the guests you're getting, I'm like, dude, that fucking kid has a gift, man. It's a fucking gift. With that. You're getting guests that from early on you had no business getting. Not yeah, me. Yeah. But you had Gary V. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While you fucking sleeping in your car or whatever. You know what I mean? I'm just like, how, how the fuck, dude? How do you do that? It's imp I marvel at that shit. Yeah. Nah, man, I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, nah, but similar to you, man, I think for me, it's, I, I think. Everybody I bring on the show, I really love. Yeah. And I think that's something when I was a teacher, you can't fake it. Right, people can right. People can see when you like them or you don't. Like, yeah, I yeah. love you and Andrew, bro. Yeah. I've been watching you guys since 2015. Yeah. You were a guest on Brilliant Idiots and stuff like that. I was, I love you guys. Yeah. So I think for me, I come with that energy of I really love yeah. you guys. And it's an understanding of like, yo, like whatever I can do mm. to make this convenient, I'm gonna make it happen because I feel like a lot of people when they ask for favors, the, per the other person you're inconveniencing them. Yeah. You're not bringing no value. Right, so right. to me, I'm like, yo, whatever I can do to that's make this as easy as possible, that's what I'm gonna ask. No, because I always feel like in my head, I get in my head a lot. If you yeah. can't tell, like even talking to fans after shows, I'm in my head, which <laughs> doesn't make sense. But I get in my head if it's somebody I really admire and I think I might want to ask for something because I'm like, yo, I'm gonna come across phony. They're gonna this. They're gonna that. But that's an interesting perspective. Is just telling them, yo, however I can help you. Let me know I'm with it. Yeah. That's a really interesting way to look at it. Nah, because yeah. even going back to, like I said, you know, the, Andrew's all jokes, I love him too. But even with Andrew, after I met him, you know, I hit him up about doing IGTV, IGTV clips. Yeah. And that's how I kind of like, kind of got cool with him because yeah. I was like, yo, I see you doing IGTV clips. I'll do them for you free of charge mm -hmm. for whenever you want them done. Oh, and yeah. so I think as sometimes you also have to like look at certain people and see, okay, what, what value can I bring to their life? Mm. What can I do? Yeah. And that builds a relationship relationship because a lot of guests you can get them for like one one episode but if you don't bring them value you're not gonna get them for a second or you're not gonna yeah. build that relationship so i'm always looking at those innovative ways right yeah yeah good for you guys man i'm i'm still like 
like a big, big, big brother watching y'all do this. I'm yeah, like, it's just I love so it. dope, man. I you guys it. are shining. I love it. Appreciate I it. I love sure, it. Man. Second Akai story. <laughs> so, the second Akai story. I'm looking worried. It was. No, I'm looking worried. I think it was. Duh, 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 it was the winter time. Was it the winter time? No. If I had to guess, it'd be winter 2018. If I if I'm really broke, it's probably around winter. No, you weren't broke anymore. Okay, <laughs> you're, 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 you're doing okay. Good. We out of the woods. So, <laughs> so I, I think it was winter 20. Yep, it was winter 2019. Okay, and me and Akash were at a coffee shop right before you were about to record Flagrant Two. Yeah, and I was just telling him like, "Yo, man, the podcast. We're struggling. This is tough. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We're struggling with getting guests. Is that in the third? You have any feedback?" And Akash, as big brother as he is, always gives me amazing information and wisdom. And Akash says to me, he said, yeah, man, I think with your show, you know, you got to make it more enjoyable. Yeah. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. well, what do you mean by that? And he was like, yeah, man, you see, when I was on your show, it was fun, but I didn't have fun. I remember that conversation. And basically he said, baby, you're beautiful, but I'm not attracted to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically what he said. I remember that. Yeah, it was coffee shop. You were I there, think, I think, right? Yeah. 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 I, you're and very- I also picked up on that. Like, this guy's not into it. <laughs> and so then I felt confident being like, I mean, if it's cold, it's ain't having fun. I can say it. <laughs> it's like if we're at marriage counseling. I didn't say not having fun. I said it was probably like it was too serious all the time. Oh, it wasn't, you weren't like, it wasn't like y'all were on your way to a divorce or anything <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, I just yeah. Felt, I felt that yeah. where it's like, dude, I want to be, I don't mind having serious conversations, but I also want it to be light and fun a lot of the time. Yeah. And then that's the shit that we do. Sure. But at the core, at the end of the day, I got to be having fun. Otherwise I'm just not into it. And yeah. I sense that similar energy from you for like whatever you were giving off. I just was like, oh, I've been in that position. Yeah. Mm. And that's where I felt more emboldened probably saying like, yeah, yeah like. I had fun because you're a great guy yeah, and it was yeah. a cool conversation, yeah. but having fun is like this right now. We're yeah, having yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're laughing. We're yeah. hitting tables. It's like a different <laughs> thing. Yeah. Your shit was like, oh, that was a good conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But if, if it's a podcast, if it's entertainment, yeah. it's different unless you are like one of those guys that has earned so much like along the way, so much uh, credibility or whatever that we're yeah. like, oh, I don't need to have fun. I'm just listening to learn. Exactly. Yeah. And so I feel like that moment right there was like, oh, we have to take it up a notch. And I really appreciate you for that conversation because I think that's what you guys, that's why I get so jealous watching you guys show. You guys have so much fun, man. Yeah. Like, like literally every episode you hear dying, man. It's like, it's like a party every single time. It's gotta be. And that's something Andrew and I also vibe on is like, it's gotta be fun Yeah. for him even more than me. If he's not having fun, he will give, he won't, he's out. Yeah. He doesn't need it. Yeah. For me, That's I why can, he's not here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Andrew, we get it, brother. You don't need it. I mean, God dang. I mean, I, I, I'm sick of it, man. You know, Joe Rogan, one time, he's a change of life now. Three times. Three times. Okay, three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he got better shit to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got way better shit to do. Who is, who is Chris? <laughs> No, that's again, that was the thing that I, again, if it's not, if it's fun, people are going to listen because it's fun. Mm -hmm. If it's like, if it feels like I'm being educated, it's like, man, this is class, (laughs) dog. I'm not trying to go to class. Even if it's a cool conversation, that shit is still class. I got cool professors. I'm not going to their class (laughs) on my own time. You know what I mean? (laughs) 
He just called oh, We're class. <laughs> nah, now this shit is, uh, what's the fun one? Study hall? Where you pretend, <laughs> where you pretend you're doing work, yeah, but you know yeah, you're yeah, not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's study hall. Okay. Before, <laughs> okay, okay, before okay. that shit was like, uh, you had the cool math teacher. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, had, I had a real cool algebra teacher, dog. Yeah, she would let yeah. us cuss in her class. Yeah. Just act a fool. But that shit was still mad. <laughs> You know, I'm still solving problems. <laughs> Fucking equations. I don't do that. Oh I'm mad with we're not even a cool English lit professor. <laughs> <laughs> algebra too. Nah, English lit because at least get you pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody came to me out of the roommates. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry that our fans didn't just give themselves. I'm faithful anyway, <laughs> yeah. but you know, <laughs> it would be nice to know it could happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. All this horse, stay away from me, please. Anyway, the point is, uh, yeah, but I, it just feels different. Yeah. Everything feels like still, you're still talking that shit. I see the clips. You're still talking your shit, yeah. but it just feels lighter and more yeah. like, eh. And I'm not saying I change or whatever, but I pick up on the vibe of yeah. like, oh, we're partying now. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. do you ever like, ever get to a point where you're doing the content and you're like, man, bro, we said some wild yes. stuff. We have to delete this, man. Oh, on the free episodes, we will delete. And then on a cert at a certain point, somebody, when we got into our little thing with Joe Budden, somebody cut up our, and this is something I'm only, I haven't even said this on the podcast because I don't want people to even get that idea of doing it again. But like somebody cut an excerpt of something I said out of a Patreon mm. and put it online. Yeah. So then we were like, yo, I think we got to start policing the Patreon a little bit. We still let a lot of shit fly. Mm -hmm. yeah. But if it's like every once in a while, we're like, yeah, we might just snip that just because if some, we have turncoats in our patreon you know what i mean once it gets big enough that's a good it's a good problem yeah. Yeah. when it gets big enough everybody's not quite as loyal as they were at 2000 yeah. you know what yeah, i mean that's real. so that there is some shit where it's like yeah we're trying to have fun but somebody could take that and and run with it yeah. and so we have to do a little bit we try to do as little as humanly possible on patreon and then a free app we're a little bit more like yeah this is this will get us canceled so we gotta we gotta what about mom man i think to me the hardest thing was when my mom and dad send me stuff i forbid man. them to listen. <laughs> i swear to you you're not allowed to, i tell them you're not allowed to listen my mom will still listen somehow she got on board with it like she would she still tries to tell me a lot like you can't say that you can't say that but it's like i just that's the one thing i really get like my mom and i are really close yeah and I don't, I'm not disrespectful. I'm a very respectful, loving son and all that big mama's boy. But when she talks about my career, <laughs> I get quiet in a way that she knows. It's like, oh, he's not having it. Mm. And I don't say anything. I don't, it's not like that's my threat or whatever. It's just I, I'm not doing it. I'm mm. not. Yeah. And yeah. she can tell. It's like, all right, well, I can't. I'm not going to change this kid's mind. Yeah. Yeah, you got to have those people got to be in that position. Yeah. You know, especially yeah. when you build and you create this show. Yeah. It's, it's, especially with that chemistry, people don't understand. Yeah, they just, man. They just see it on the outside. They don't get it. Yeah. It's like, nah, we can't not police ourselves because then we're not even really being we, genuine to our family. We have to go for funny. Yeah. Yes. And if you say some shit and afterward I'm like, and we all have our little, I'm not going to front like there's no issues we don't touch. There's little things that you guys will personally have that it's like you don't need to go there because you know if you do you're pressing a button. Yeah. Everybody has little ones of those and we've learned along the years let's respect each other's like those things. Like if I have some family shit that I'm not comfortable talking about and Schultz talks about it I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? Or vice versa. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's little things like that, uh, but in general, it's like let's just go for the funny, and then yeah. whatever happens, happens. Yeah. And the cancel culture can come, but that was just, I just got a DM about some fucking tweet I had a year ago that was getting me death threats about a joke that bombed. 
But uh, <laughs> you not gonna cancel me because you never subscribed. <laughs> fine, just don't kill me. Then we're fine. <laughs> Deal with your little stupid ass tweets, and that's it. <laughs> cancel culture is for only for people who subscribe to you, and your subscribers get it. Yeah. Some outside person, that's a fucking idiot, yeah. and they can cost you some advertisers in the short term. But that's again where Patreon is great because those are your fans, and they get it, and they're with you. Yeah. And that's like in case any of these idiots come try to cancel you for something. You've got your core. Yeah. Now, that's the fire part about your Patreon community. And I think the dope part about ours is that, like you said, because of the kind of content you make is so flagrant and so edgy, you know that having, depending upon sponsors in this modern world, next thing you know, you know, when they're moving to Portland, you know what I mean? Like, they're pulling all their stuff. And so, so to me, I just think it's like having that Patreon community, I feel like it's really dope for you guys, man. Yeah, it's so, it's so valuable to know we have that. So it's easy for us to be like, oh, we haven't had a situation yet, knock on wood, but if the situation comes where a patron, where an advertiser's like, yo, you guys said this, we can't advertise with anymore. We, we're comfortable being like, all right, bye. We're okay. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. We're, not doing, we're not doing as well without you, but okay. Yeah. We're okay because we have our fans who get it. Yeah. And that's all you need, and that's something I probably picked up from Andrew. It's like you just need your fans who get it, and everybody else can say what they want, and it'll affect you on your like, emotional level and your mental level, but in the financially, it can't get you. Yeah. yeah, just out of curiosity, how did you build that loyalty? Because no matter what y'all put out, y'all fans are going to watch yeah, it. Yeah, they love you they guys, love man. They love every single clip y'all put out. I think Andrew helped a lot, and then I think I am, he and I, again, we're like very similar people. We love each other a lot. We're like brothers and have that loyalty, and that's one thing that I think everybody feels. Also, I think early on we were, we talked about this, like sports is a great thing when we were sports podcast because <laughs> when we were sports yeah, podcast. Yeah, I still love sports yeah. and I want to I talk more sports on my own, but like I knew Andrew wasn't a big sports guy. If you watch a ton of football and you talk to Andrew, you're like, oh, he don't read. <laughs> <laughs> but we knew this is, there's no offended people over sports. Like you're a Yankees fan, I'm a Cowboy, or I'm a Mets fan or whatever the fuck. It's not, I'm not offended by it. Mm-hmm. We talk our shit. We get it off. Sports fans tend to be the least sensitive mm. and that's a great way and then we'll start sneaking in our like crazy shit we want to say and andrew and i've always loved crazy jokes if it's funny it's great mm-hmm. let's yeah. let it go and if it's not funny try again you're not canceled try again mm-hmm. um so when we started doing more and more of that people i think just kind of fucked with it and there were brilliant idiots already gave you a decent amount of that and you were a fan of andrew through his stand-up and then me you're getting to know and you're like you're already kind of into that clearly if you're listening to us and then whatever you got from brilliant idiots we're taking the throttle off and we're going like we're full fucking bore so it was a community that was like oh shit these are our guys and it was at a time when it wasn't we were kind of not the only ones but we were one of a very small group of people that was like yo we don't give a fuck if you want to try to cancel us. Yeah, That's you guys fine. were in the meet of the yeah. Me Too, Harvey Weinstein era. You were yeah. still letting them jokes yeah. fly. Yeah, we, the second Aziz got accused, Andrew was like, nah, we're not doing it. I think his exact line was, we're we going to be hard on hoes in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, that was the line. Yeah. You need to cut that. Right. Like when Aziz came out, we were just like, nah, that's not, we don't give a fuck. This is the facts. The facts dictate this, whatever. It wasn't capitulating to what groupthink was all yeah. the time. And that, I think, was very refreshing in that time in particular. It's still needed, but in that time it was more rare, so people flocked to it more. Yeah. And that's where I think we built the ground, like the, the ground level grassroots, like, oh, these are our guys. Because yeah. like they're, 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 they're saying this shit. Capitulating? Hey, he's Indian. He's Indian for a reason. Eh? Yeah, no, SAT hit the 
Prep 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 what did you do, Kaplan? Uh, yeah, yeah, I knew it. I know, I know the African dude doing SAT prep. I know the regular black dude. Not. I know. I know these things. Francis, what are you? Pre- I knew it. Time I out. Tell, time out. I can tell. I'm going to represent my black people. Okay. I was top 10 in my school. Okay. Yeah. Really? Re- yes. Really? Surprise. What school you go to? <laughs> Don't worry about it. How big was the class? <laughs> it was big enough. George Washington Academy. No, no, no. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> we all making jokes today. Okay. Class was about 500. Right? I was the only black male there. I no, represented. That's solid, though. That's I tried great. my best, man. Yeah. Come on now. Come on. I was I'm horrible. That's great. I was number like. 290 out of 700. Oh, your parents hated you. Oh, yeah. Disappointment. Nigerian failure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, why were you sleeping in fucking cars? <laughs> listen, brother. Listen, listen, man. It's the ups and downs. <laughs> Top 2%, dog. <laughs> Top 2%. That's what that's made the story even even greater. Yeah. You know, I was having success. Dumber, too. <laughs> what were you doing before that? I was doing uh, financial planning. My God. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. My God. Yeah, four-year degree and all that, brother. Yeah. Imagine, Imagine you find out your financial planner yeah. that you just invested thousands of dollars yeah. into yeah. sleeping in his yeah. car. Yeah. You got to make smart investments. As you can see, as you can see, the business is doing well. This is your Bitcoin. This, this is, is my is Bitcoin. It. This is it. Against and now I get to do what I want. And all my financial knowledge. I just do it on my own. No, oh, we can talk though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I got you. I got you. You put me on that uh, the Bitcoin episode before it came out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, yo, I got to. I got to listen. I heard some snippets of it. God, Y'all was flaming Buddy up though. Y'all yeah. kept killing him. Yeah, he was trying to come at us. <laughs> it wasn't working. It was a weird thing where I realized we're a little bigger than because most of the blow up happened during quarantine. So I'm still like, I haven't gone to shows full capacity and seen. In my mind, it still won't be like crazy, yeah. but. It was interesting because he clearly knew what we were and I had heard of him, but like he came in ready trying to go at us. And I was like, oh, this is rare that the guy is like prepped for us in a way. You know what I mean? Uh, I hadn't really experienced that before, but he was great. And he's a smart fucking guy. So if you can listen to the episode, that's a great episode. Yeah. Now the the game, oh, that was some serious game, man. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so another thing that happened really interesting that you got married, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind uh, my so I'm Hindu. She's Sikh. Sikh. Okay. We had a Hindu ceremony. Okay. We have not done the Sikh ceremony or the reception. So okay. we're like half married. Okay. <laughs> We've been waiting on Corona, and we were supposed to get married in October 2020. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen. Clearly. Uh, July 10th was the new date of this year, and we're like, you know what? Arguing with these vendors back and forth is just starting to feel gross. Like I don't even want to do it in America. Let's go to India. So mm. we set India in November. Wow. Now India is so bad. We think we're gonna have to go back to the July date that we had to cancel. <laughs> so it's it's a lot. But yeah, I'm engaged. I'm basically married, but okay. soon to be officially like on. We haven't signed like okay. license or anything okay. like that. Yeah. I was gonna say because you don't got the wedding ring. I was like, I caught living in them streets. <laughs> now, boy. I got about to go on yeah. tour. I'm boy. telling you, I mean, there's any. If you think you're remotely attractive and you're a fan of mine. <laughs> Do me a favor, stay the fuck away from me. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to DM. I don't even want you to say like, hey, I think you're so funny. I don't need none of it. Mm. Don't talk to me. I love my fiance. I don't know you. <laughs> so that's the level you got to be on, huh, brother? That's the level I'm trying to be on, man. Mm. I'm a man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've never come close to cheating on my girl, but I'm a man. Yeah. I know this about me. I've not gotten to the level where there's women just at there. At, but... 
What are the DMs I don't want like? to. What are, I don't want that. I want to stay faithful. What are the DMs like, man? No, the dryest. Ain't no, ain't no Dr. Patel trying you to say, right hey, you can look right now. Patel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no fucking Patel, <laughs> baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Ew. Ew. <laughs> fucking Patel. Come on. Come on, this cheap-ass bitch. Get out of here. <laughs> Walmart brand. They know. They know why. <laughs> they every Indian every Indian that's listening is like, yeah, I know, you're right. <laughs> uh but now nah, you can look right now, it's dry, but yeah. there'll be a, occasionally like some crazy like girl that's not remotely attractive will be saying some <laughs> shit. But I don't even want to get to that point. Stay away from me. I want to get famous like that, but I want these hoes to respect me. <laughs> it's gonna be tough, bro. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Hey, look, bitch. <laughs> I'll punch you, dog. I'll punch you in your face if you try to come up to me. <laughs> Couple of those. Physically assaulted. <laughs> if you shoot your shot, you gonna get physically assaulted. That's crazy. Oh, man. I understand, man. It's tough, man. You know, we we experience it all the time. Yo, you in relationships now? How long again? Mine is a year. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. He been yeah. in it. I'm yeah. just getting started. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why you looking at me like that? I just said I just guess. He said it like he said it like I could be out if I need to. Ain't, ain't, ain't a problem. See what you're not gonna do is what, you're trying, is what you just tried to do. Not trying to get me in trouble, brother. No, 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 no. You're she not get, she no, already getting no. mad. Do not get me in trouble. I don't even uh, want to. I've been there. I've been there. But in my defense, it took me a while to get to that. Do not get me in trouble place. You already there. Listen, yeah. brother. It, they gonna be there. We're I promise. held on to my masculinity for good. <laughs> Six months. Then I was like, why am I pretending? I wasn't that masculine to begin with. This is for. Who am I kidding? Every once in a while, I got to say shit to her, though. Like, my line to her when she's like really coming at me, I just look at her, I get real quiet, and I just go, you're doing a lot. <laughs> and that's, she usually, she's like, what the fuck does that mean? Just because she wants to pretend, but she knows. Yeah. She'll back off pretty quickly after. You're doing a lot. That's the line. Let me That's the that. line. You're That's doing a lot right now. I just look at her. I need you to go to look in your no, in Not even. Oh, you're doing a lot? You're doing away. a lot. Are you walking away? You can not nah, stare at her. Mm. You're doing a lot. I feel it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can beat my ass, and so you're probably like, okay. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. But my girl would be like, oh, he's had enough now. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. had enough. That's, he's, he's at his point. Yeah. You're doing a lot. <laughs> That's it. I just let it sit. Let that shit hang in the atmosphere. Oh, man. So do you feel like oh, Lord. in regards to helping you focus and elim eliminate distractions, do you feel like being with her has helped in regards to helping you get to where you need it to be? Or do you feel like it's been a hindrance at times? I'm a, I'm like um I'm like in any relationship friendship whatever not any but like most friendships I'm like a giving person relationship giving person with my mom I'm a giving person so with this girl that I love more than anybody I'm giving with my time probably to a fault and I'm I'm learning to pull back honestly and she's like want she's like cool now go make money mm -hmm. but that's where it's also helped me is like it grew me up in you have to be financially savvy. Like if I'm marrying this girl, I'm talking about having kids with this girl. Mm -hmm. Am I in a place where I can have kids and if something happens to me, they're okay? Mm. No, that's the goal now. The goal is like, it, I think I talked about you guys, this guy's off podcast. Like we're, we're, every guy is Peter Pan mm. and we're hanging out in Neverland and it's great, but you have no stability for the future. You're not even thinking about that. Whatever shit I give women and girls and like girlfriends, one great thing they do is they're the ones that force you to start looking up as opposed to looking straight ahead of whatever you're doing. Mm. Look forward. So that's where it's been really helpful for me is like, okay, 
I'm leaving for five days tomorrow. She's going to have to hold down everything at the house. And then if I'm lucky, that's every week. Yeah. Four days, five days out of the week, I'm gone. And you're holding it down. But that comes with an understanding of like, okay, but I get to go do that and this thing I love, but I got to get shit done too. Mm. You let me do that and in return, I take care of us. Yeah. She has a job and all that, but like, I'm going to try to get us the fuck you money. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know I mean, real. I'm going after fuck you money now. Nothing else is, everything else is cute. Let's get it. fuck you money. I love it. So do you feel like there's been a, a difference between dating her when you had no money and dating her when you're yeah. doing it? <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> Has yeah, there been yeah, a yeah. change? Yeah. Yeah, she, she still nags, but she gets it. Mm. You know what I mean? And yeah. I like every once in a while I buy her something and I remind her like, this is why I work. <laughs> and then, and if I didn't love my job, it would probably feel more of a way about it. But to me, it's like, yo, I'm giving you a deposit on quiet <laughs> and then you let me do what I want to do. So what's how, a what's a quiet deposit? Yeah, how how long that? does that the quiet rate, Let me like, tell you something. Brother, it starts low <laughs> and then there's no rate of inflation on earth. Mm. Like the rate of inflation of female gifts. Mm. Okay. Argent Venezuela hasn't seen inflation <laughs> like this. I remember I vividly remember buying her like a hundred dollar like bag and yeah. she was over the fucking moon. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. I bought her a Gucci purse yesterday. Mm-hmm. Five years later <laughs> she happy, but yeah. <laughs> she's. I can tell the, the expiration date on her, like not bringing up any, because there's a point where she won't bring up shit. <laughs> I do whatever I want to. Yes, yes. I'm already the clock is dwindling. Mm. The hourglass is starting to fill up. I'm like, oh god, I got about three more days. I think of mm. like she's not gonna say nothing, yeah. <laughs> and then it's gonna quietly chirp up. And then there's a little joking period where I could point at the person and be like, are we still gonna do this? Yeah. And then that stops being funny about three days after that. Mm. that she's like, why are you going to fucking just hold it over my head? Don't buy me the purse. You're going to hold it over my head. And it's like, that's the whole point, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can hold it on your shoulder. I'm going to hold it over your head. Yeah, that's the point of the purse. I just want you to be quiet, yo. How long you think that quiet is going to last when you buy that purse? I just, I just need to know a range. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> now, you know, the real, I, I shit on her as a jokes a lot, but the real thing that I've learned from my relationship, this is my first ever relationship. I was 31, never dated anybody. Now I'm marrying this girl. I used to, and I have a bit about this. Women are like way more emotionally evolved than men. So, and this is like, I didn't realize this. I swear to you, when women feel something, they just express it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? No man gets that. We let shit build yeah. and then we blow up. Yeah. Women don't do that. When they get like a little upset, they just let it out. Yeah. So the biggest thing I've learned is like most of the time, she's not mad. She's just like feeling something and she just needs to let it out. Mm. So I barely take that shit seriously. Mm. And she always is upset in the moment. But like I've explained to her, like, this is the way it works is you get upset and I let you do that and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> And that way, because if we're both on this emotional roller coaster, we're fighting all the time. Yeah, I have to let you let it out. And in exchange, I just know you don't mean anything. Right all right, you want me to work on some shit? I'll work on some shit. You want yeah. me to pay a little more attention? I'll try to pay a little more attention. But I'm not taking this seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I see, I'm just going to see what you're actually trying to say. And then all this is like, yeah, I get it. You're just letting it out. And you don't have a better way of saying it. So whatever. I'd be, la- I'd be laughing at her sometimes. <laughs> and she gets so mad because I'm like, this is not, this anger is not real. You're upset about something I could work on, but this, this shit is cute to me. <laughs> like, it's, you remember when your mom would get mad at you and try to hit you and be like, this, <laughs> yeah, you remember when you got big? Yeah. 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 I'm at that point with my girl where like, she's trying to verbally do this. I'm like, this is so, so, where, this is so stupid. So where's that line of, you're doing a lot. When does that when it, come it? You just know it when you know it. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
<laughs> you know it when you know it. And you're a person and you're going to get emotional sometimes yeah. and you're going to be like, might be too soon sometimes. Maybe you let too much shit slide sometimes. Yeah. But like, there's just a point where it's like, yo, I do a lot and you need to understand that I do a lot. And this, I can hear what, like, whatever truth you have in it, but this other shit we don't need. Mm. Yeah. And I'm usually very like, calm and like i've been in therapy mad years so i'm like okay talk to me and let's see what's actually going on okay cool you know a, a relationship hack i learned mm. the realest shit i swear to anybody try this it works <laughs> is most of the time when somebody apologizes even man to man when they're like yo i'm sorry i did this but you did this mm -hmm. nobody hears anything except but yeah. and what you're doing as a person is you're like yo i just want to you to hear me i hear you but but i want you to hear me i just flip it I go, yo, I was feeling this, this, and this, but I still shouldn't have said that to you. Mm. So she, the the important part she got at the end was the apology, but I also expressed myself. That's yeah. real. So yeah. I got to say what I got to say, and I know you heard it, and then I ended it with an apology, so now you know, like, okay, I, I aired my grievances, but I still apologize, and then they, that always goes way better than the other way around. Gotcha. Mm. Yo, I, yo, I was feeling this when you said that, but I still crossed the line, whatever the fuck the thing is. Mm. End with the apology, but apologize, that helps a lot. Yeah. That's real. Nah, that's a, that's a gem, man. And, and I think for a lot of guys, you know, cause I feel like a lot of guys in entertainment, you know, there a lot, there's like the bachelor guys and there's like the committed guys, right? But yep. what I find is a lot of the guys, they find, when they get into that commitment, that stability is so much more beneficial for them to having to be able to focus and, and grind. Yeah, I think, and I didn't have sex with anybody till I met the girl I was gonna marry. That mm -hmm. was like a thing I decided. Yeah. If I, if she left me now, I would not get anything done. <laughs> I would not get anything done. Like, I am out there. That's it. Yeah. <sighs> so I get it. There's. Yeah. There's a benefit to it. Now, it's got to be the right person. And to me, the right person, like my girl and I came in dumb, immature to relationships. Mm. I hadn't seen the best marriage growing up. She hadn't, she had her shit. So like you come in super immature and you're fighting a lot, but we're learning also like, oh, if we're both willing to work on this and grow as people, we'll be okay. And mm. we'll keep getting better, hopefully. But most people come in and they're like, oh, red flag this, red flag that. You got red flags. Everybody got red flags. Mm -hmm. The only red flag to me is you're not willing to grow mm -hmm. and change and work on yourself. And when I saw she had that and she's putting in real work the way I'm putting in real work. What were good. some signs that mm -hmm. like showed you that? She like got into, I mean, it, I, and I always said like, I, not always, at a certain point I realized I can't score keep. I do be scorekeeping hard, <laughs> but I got to try to fight that. So I said, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to lead and then hopefully she follows. Mm. And then like I went into therapy and I would like read the books and I would try to work on myself a lot. And when she followed suit, I was like, okay, bet this is my girl. But if you're in therapy all the time and she's just like, yeah, you do need to work on this, this and this. And then if you tell her something <laughs> and she doesn't, my girl will fight back in the moment for sure. But then afterward, usually she'll give me an apology. I might have to start it, yeah. but I know I will get something from her that says, okay, I could have done this better. Yeah. And then she puts in the work. She's in therapy. She's reading the shit with me. She's yeah. like actively thinking about us. Yeah. Cool. We're in this together. Yeah. We both had a lot of growing to do, but we're on that track. Yeah. Yeah. Then you buy her the person. Shut the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that part of me still exists. <laughs> that part of me, I don't want to fucking hear you. That still exists. I'm still a man. It's still a lot, you know what I mean? They just keep talking, though. They, they, they don't stop. And they hungry every day. <laughs> <laughs> like, God dang. got to feed you every day. <laughs> but it don't, most of it, it isn't, 
it, they're just feeling the thing. So anything you might feel on a day-to-day that you're like, you know what, it's not worth bringing up. Yeah. They don't have that. Yeah. Society didn't tell them, suck it up. Society <laughs> told us, shut the fuck up. Stop bitching. Stop complaining. Don't be a pussy. We're told that all the time as kids. So all this shit, we will just let go. And it'll still build on a certain level. Yeah. But they don't have that filter. Nobody mm. told them. They're like, it's okay. Let it out. They, no, it's not that okay. Yeah. You could let some shit go. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't, I don't, now I'm like, oh, this is not, not a big, I used to make all of it a big deal. Most of it's not. You got to know when it's a big deal and you'll know yeah. when it's like, oh, I fucked up for real and then lock in and give her everything. Mm-hmm. I don't even be listening 90% of the time. <laughs> the words just bounce off my forehead. <laughs> I can't believe you. Yeah, no, I can't, I can't. I didn't listen, so I'm sure I can't believe it. How could I believe something I didn't listen to? I just think it's really fucked up to you. Nah, yeah, it's <laughs> fucked up. I, yeah, I just thought that through. I don't be thinking things through. There's nothing wrong with what you said. I don't be thinking. I don't take it seriously, and then I, she gets her little apology, and I keep living my life. I'm going on the road tomorrow. You know what I mean? Still gonna go. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Got your apology. I got my time away from you. So do you like when oh, when you're man. doing jokes? Like, what is the line? Because I feel like that's what I'm always curious about with comics and their girls. Like, what is the line when it comes to her and jokes? So she's great with me because she knows my intention. She knows my heart. If other people are making jokes, maybe not as much. But also, I do my best as a comic to always present a three-dimensional view. So, like, if I'm just shitting on her, that's so fake and inauthentic and whatever. Like, that's not, this is not a relationship where she does everything wrong and I'm amazing. That's stupid. Mm -hmm. Or, like, if I act like I'm shitting on her all the time and I don't want it to come across like I'm some guy who, like, runs shit and whatever. Like, you can, if you know me, you know I'm fucking... I'm, I'm a simp in so many ways. I don't, I don't think I'm an actual full-on, but, like, there's some simpish shit about me yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I don't present that, like, sometimes I'll complain about her or whatever, and then I'll throw in, like, I remember I said some shit that would kind of, again, present a three-dimensional view. It's like, well, I'm talking all this shit about my girl, but here's what a bitch I am. It's yeah, like, yeah. not only did I read the Five Love Languages book, yeah. I got mad at her for not finishing her <laughs> That's what a bitch I am. So it's... I'm, I'm not, it's not two sides of the same coin, but like I'm giving you a three dimensional view on this is don't think I'm some fucking guy and she's yeah. some monster. Like, yeah. um, I got whatever and she got whatever. I be getting upset sometimes about dumb shit. And I try to present both sides. Yeah. And I think when she watches that, then she's like, okay, cool. Yeah. It doesn't have to be 50 50, but like as long as she knows I'm holding myself accountable too, yeah. she's cool. And she does not mind, which is a fucking fantastic quality yeah. in if you're in this field of a wife. Is like she most of the time thinks it's funny. Yeah. One time she got upset at me and I knew I went too hard. Mm. I knew I was like, I crossed the line with one act out. I just kept saying the word bitch over and over again about her stupid ass bitch, dumb ass mm. bitch. And I did like 50 of them <laughs> and she was there. And that one I had to apologize for. But I also knew she didn't know this. I bought us tickets to India, and I, the trip back was business class, and she didn't know that. So I was like, I'm going to be all right. <laughs> <laughs> hard, to be, hard to be mad when you're laying flat. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting a Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Getting a Sunday. <laughs> Can't be mad. You I timed unload. it well. I timed it. You know what I mean? Unload the whole clip. As long as you get it on Sunday, you're good. Yeah, you looking at them fucking plebeians in coach? Get out of here, bro. Plebeian. I'm a king up here, dog. Eat on Sunday. Reclining like that? Fucking, you know what I mean? Poppers? Nah, I always wondered that. And so, like, is there is there a rule amongst comedians where you guys can't talk about each other g- girls like when jokes? I think... Um, 
my general philosophy, and I, I don't know, I don't, again, we may talk about this off podcast, but as I was, dude, when I was in college, I had no problem starting a fight between my homie and his girl. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. And then I remember I hit like 24, 25, my friends started getting married. And it's one or two times it was girls that I had like not really gotten along with. And then it really, I was like, oh shit, I don't win. And <laughs> yeah. I don't like, I think honestly, I was just some insecure guy who didn't want to get left by his friend and be alone. So I would like, tease her or whatever and I realized that and that's kind of embarrassing but also once motherfuckers start getting married you do not if your girl doesn't like you you're not hanging out (laughs) so I made it a point to make sure I cause no stress between any of my girl my my homies and their girl like y'all gotta they gotta love me they're not gonna see the version of me and even if they know it exists I'm not gonna present that to you cause I I just need you to like me and y'all two to get along even if I leave and y'all two start fighting with each other. Why am I doing that to my boy? Yeah, like yeah, for what? Yeah. So I won't do it on that level. And that's just kind of what it is for me. Like, I'm not going to go at your actual mom or your actual girl. Like if we're talking and we're on that level, but even then for what? Like yeah. I can just make fun of you. you know <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's respect. You got to respect. I love Good. it. Last I kind story. Of sing story. Here we go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> big ass detour. <laughs> the last story. 2021. Okay. This year? This year. Yeah. Very recent. Doing the podcast, and I was like, man, I got to get my boy Akash on. But then I was like, dang, man, Akash got a bunch of shows. Akash is killing it, doing flagrant. Akash got so many things going on. He probably don't got no time for me. Mm. But you know what, Chris? What is that? Closed mouth never gets fed. Mm, mm, mm. I say, you know what, man? Let me just hit up Akash. Let me just see if he'll do it. I text Akash. Know what he said? What did he say? He said, hell yeah, of course I'll do that podcast for you, man. Of course, dog. What a man, bro. Appreciate that. And the thing about Akash is that from the very beginning, no matter how much money he's gotten, no matter how much success he's gotten, no matter how much fame and attention and just how much he's grown, he's been the same real one from the beginning. And I love that about you, man. And I feel like that's that's something that I want men to have embody. I think that's like your superpower, man. Thank you, Of being real and genuine and authentic. Because people always say money changes people. No, money shows you who you really are and you are who you really are. Thank you, man. So I appreciate you, man. I I love you, man. I I, I really, really appreciate all the years that you've poured into us and given us advice and just, man, you're the real one, bro. Thank you, man. Love you guys, man. Yeah, No, man, it was always great to meet you and great to experience you man like i said we we look up to y'all you know hey, and and y'all motivate us so please as y'all thank grow we're gonna grow thank right you man you. thank you so guys where can they find you at um you can check me out any tour dates i have that are coming up are going to be on my website akashsing.com it's a-k-double-a-s-h-s-i-n-g-h that's also my twitter handle that's my ig uh, that's my tiktok I'm trying to do TikToks now. Mm-hmm. Fucking unbelievable. <laughs> so, yeah, you can find me there or the Flagrant 2 podcast every Tuesday. And then our Patreon episodes drop Friday. It's me and Andrew Schultz. So if you've heard of me, I'm positive you've heard of Andrew. So you know that. But, uh, yeah, anywhere you want to check me out, man. Sure. Spots. Guys, make sure you head over to Akash's page. Show him some love. Check out the Flagrant 2 podcast. One of my favorite podcasts. My name is Safi. Chris, the star of the show, baby. And we are joined by Akash Singh. We're the roommates and... <laughs> Adios. Oh, I'm gonna catch y'all on YouTube. <laughs> Check me out on YouTube. Oh yeah, yeah I gotta yeah, get yeah, more yeah, subscribers. Yeah, yeah. They let me in 2020. Unbelievable, bro. Let me twice. Oh man, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to our guys' YouTube channel. You guys have a great day.